0: Hey, real estate besties. Today is Tuesday. And around here, that means that we are answering your burning questions. Now, I don't care if it's about a deal that you're working, just a question on how to organize something in your business, or if you just want to dish with your good real estate bestie, I am here to answer your questions. Now, if you have a question, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash ask. And you'll be able to leave a voicemail and I will answer your question on the podcast. Let's get into our question for today. Hey, besties. Okay, for today's question, we are going to talk about something that we hear often this time of year, and that is how to choose a new broker. I think that, you know, fourth quarter for a lot of real estate agents. Is that time where you really should be evaluating your business, okay? Looking to see what has gone well and what are your areas of improvement. And I think that it's very natural for us to just reevaluate our relationship with our brokerage firm, wherever we are hanging our license to see, okay, is this still a good fit for me? And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think that it's very, it's a very healthy cycle because too often, I think that sometimes we will find ourselves complacent and because you know we are not excited to change, change is usually not never really that fun because we are creatures of habit that you may continue to stay in a space that is no longer serving you. But I also here's a word of caution, especially when it comes to brokerages, I think that it's very important to really have realistic expectations on what a broker should provide you. And then you just feel, you know, you you fill in the gaps from there. So very first things, I'm gonna talk to my newer real estate besties first of all, because I see a lot of movement. I even moved brokerages four times my first year. And I have no shame in that because, listen, I'm married to one man, his name Corey Lewis. So if something else wasn't working out, then that's, you know, you have the ability to move around. Right. And I've even had people that felt nervous because they think, that the people that work with you or are going to work with you are going to do so because of the brokerage that you are with. And I'm just here to tell you, like, baby, you are the prize, okay? I think I've been with my same broker now with eXp Realty since 2018. And I think my clients know that because they have seen that same signage. But if tomorrow, for whatever reason, eXp was no longer a good fit for me, I have branded myself. I have shown up and shown value in who Rosemary is and even when before I had one client that was my goal. So, I don't want you to feel like you can't leave or, you know, there's going to be a whole lot of weight associated with your brokerage firm because quite honestly, some of your clients don't even really know who you work with in the beginning. That like that's number 1. However, I do think that we have to have a realistic expectation because I've been to a boutique hundred percent brokerage. I've been to, you know, the big box companies. And this is what I I have come to understand is that you can be successful at any of them and you can suck at any, of them. you know, that that's Truly and honestly. And a lot of times I see newer agents come into the business thinking that the broker-agent relationship will mirror like a manager-employee relationship. And that honestly is just not the way that it goes in real estate. You are very much a business owner. You now own your own business. No one's going to, you know, hold your hand and take you through every step. Now, do you want to be a part of a firm that is supportive and has the tools and resources already in place where you can plug and play, you know, who to go to when you have an issue? You know, there is no guesswork. Absolutely. But the thing is, is that you have to be the one who's going and doing the doing. And I know that, you know, this time of year, we can have agents that if we're really sitting down and being honest with ourselves, we didn't give our business everything. And maybe it's just our perception wasn't what we thought it was. Changing a broker is not going to fix that, right? I think experience is what fixes that, where you understand what you have to put into the business. But let's talk about it. You've made the decision. I'm open. So, what are some of the things that I need to look at? Now, Obviously, you want to look at the numbers, okay? I, like I said, I've been to the 100% brokerage. I've been to brokerages that charge like a, a monthly desk fee and all of these different things. I believe that someone is a producer. Like, I don't want to go to a place in nickel and diamond, but you definitely have to see fiscally does it make sense, okay? What are the benefits of me being here and can I achieve what I'm looking to do? when I go somewhere else. I was talking to one of my real estate besties who started off at a brokerage, one of these local big name brokerages. And I mean, she's killing it. She's a rock star. And after her last year, she was with them for like two years. She literally looked at the numbers and said, okay, but you know, there was no cap. Like, you know, she paid them, you know, like there was no cap on how much she would pay them and when she started to look at the broker support versus what she was actually taking home and what she really needed she was like i'm leaving a lot of money on the table and i can go somewhere that i'm going to receive the same level of support but it just makes more sense for my family So definitely look at the numbers like I want to be somewhere that, you know, I'm not just paying you commission on every single deal. I would like to see there be some sort of cap. And then if we are having different fees, like how do those fees relate into what I'm actually using from the company? Okay. so is there an office available? Is there a CRM in my monthly fee? Like what am I actually paying for? And then you decide based on where your business is, what the value is from there. Something else that I think that you need to look at is the culture of the company. Is this a place where when you go even if you feel uncomfortable because it's a new place, is it like do you feel supported, right? Are the other agents there making eye contact with you? Like, or do you feel like a fly on the wall and you just don't know how you would fit in and you don't know where you would go to if you if you have a problem or if you need help or if you need support? We really want to pay attention to the work environment. Is it an environment that seems very conducive to learning and supportive? Or is there tension? Now I do want to say this you're gonna have crabs in a barrel, I don't care what they are. Right. Some of the disciples was like, Jesus, why are we doing that? And it was with Jesus. Okay, so understand that you can't take one person's negative reactions or, you know, you meet that one person in the brokerage. I was like, "Mm man. That might not be a true representation, but really tap into your spirit of discernment and just see how you can discern the energy if there is an office or if there's not an office, if you're in a cloud-based situation, like what does support look like, okay? Which brings me to the next one. I want to actually have a conversation with my managing broker, like the person who is in charge, not because I want to see if they're going to hold my hand, but like, what does support look like? Like if I need help, if, if I am in a tough transaction, like talk to me about like you, the buyer too. talk to me, Mr. Broker about when your agents have needed your support, what has that looked like, right? Have there ever been any violations with Trek that they had to talk you through or a difficult situation with, a buyer and a seller? How did you support them? What does support look like if you've ever had to get involved in a transaction? And again, this is not because I want my broker to, you know, literally go on a listing appointment with me. But if I find myself needing a legal question answer or I'm really in a pickle, I want to know that I am in a place that is going to be supportive of me as the agent to help me make these decisions. Okay, and then finally, you know, like I think you have to decide how do you learn and work best? Because now you have, you know, you have um, a lot of virtual offices. Like I have a virtual office and then you have these small boutique and then you have these like big, big companies. Where are you going to not get lost in the sauce? And where can you actually not only be a taker from the brokerage, but where can you find yourself being a contributor right so if you are a part of a cloud based brokerage and everybody you know lives in Wisconsin and you're in Texas and you are definitely a team player a people person that might not be the best fit for you because proximity you may be somebody that proximity matters and you need to be in a position where you are at a brokerage where you can reach out and touch somebody as opposed to someone who you know the brokerage who has the potluck dinners and the the office meetings and and the ugly Christmas water parties, but like if that's not your jam, then maybe that's not the place where you want to go, right? So figuring out, like, really being honest with yourself to say, okay, how do I learn, and what type of environments do I thrive best, and what's going to be a good fit. And this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Just because a brokerage is a good fit for one of your real estate besties, it's okay if it's not a good fit for you. Right. I can think about, you know, when I went over to EXP, there were some people who came over and it wasn't a good fit for them. They ended up leaving the gold another brokerage. Girl, don't be calling me trash in my brokerage because it works for me. Right. So it, it's one thing to share the opportunity, but it's another thing to feel like, you know, ugh, like some. Some things are just a good fit for other people and nothing is wrong with you. If everybody around you is great at this company, but you really feel more supported going with this independently owned brokerage, you know, with this new broker who is starting a small situation. If that is where, you know, you are going to thrive then go for it again. I know people who kill it. At big places, I know people who kill it solo. I know people who kill it in boutique and I know people who struggle in all of those. So just really think through some of these things and make the best decision for you. And then if you dip your toe in the water and it really isn't a good fit, it's really easy to make a decision to try someone new. So I hope this was helpful. If you ever have a question or if you ever wanna talk a little bit more deeper about eXp Realty, because that is the brokerage that I'm a part of, go ahead and slide into my DMs on Instagram, rosemarytherealtor, and then we can explore if you think it's a good fit for you. And I promise, if it's not, you are still going to be forever my real estate bestie, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, besties, have you heard? We have a private Facebook group yay look cue the confetti because we are over here growing the real estate bestie community with our facebook group so i want you to hop on over to rosemary forward slash facebook so that you can join it because guess what That's what we're missing. We are missing you and we are waiting and welcoming you with open arms. So let's talk about what you can get. We are going to develop relationships with other peers in the industry. We're going to support and encourage each other and give valuable resources, just a sounding board where we can grow our businesses together. So again, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook and get in the real estate bestie community today.